One of your hosts has never seen mm. this show before, so I've never seen this episode. So you've never seen Anyanka. <laughs> Anyanka. But you have seen The Master. I have. Oh, my God. I love The Master. If you've you listened to this show, if you've listened to season one, I really do love The Master. <laughs> and he's so hot. <laughs> <laughs> that is something that is unique to you about this show. I'm Jenna. I'm the one who grew up watching the show and who watched the show a thousand times and who, you know, wishes she was Buffy. <laughs> is that what you would wish for? Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Did you ever have a wish growing up? A wish? Yeah. I don't know. About... Like, uh... like I wished I was a vampire slayer so hard. <laughs> Every day for like seven years. <laughs> what do you mean for like uh, thirty years? Uh, like forever until now. But like I actually thought it was gonna happen. Yeah. Like I, I wanted to go to Hogwarts. Okay. Okay. Yes. Like yes. I read Harry Potter before I was eleven, and I wished for the letter that never came. Ugh. Yeah. So you know what I mean. I do. Yeah. Like you will. You try and will it to be. Yes. I wanted to be magic. I wanted yes. to be. Wizard. Yes. I was like, I don't care if it's unnatural. I don't care if it's someone like Anya who gives it to me. I want my wish. (laughs) Speaking of which, what's Mm. the sitch? Tell me what's happening. (laughs) Well, there's a lot to talk about in this episode. It was a wild ride. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, So let us start off the top. With the, an octopus demon, some kind of squid face. Yeah, squid face boy. Yeah, so Buffy, Xander, and Willow are having like a picnic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. then there's just some demon that's like, ha-cha, and is attacking Buffy. Doesn't this demon remind you a bit of Go Fish? Yeah, Go Fish? I mean, different different reptile vibe. Yeah, but water creature. Slimy, yeah. Um, who is... A hum- humanoid with yeah. like a fish head, fish face, <laughs> tentacle chin. Yeah, uh, stranglehold on Buffy. Mm-hmm. Uh, at uh, in the in the in midday. Yes. At a picnic. <laughs> and so they, you know, have their bag of weapons. They're struggling. They yeah. find it. They get the knife. Kacha. Yeah. Kill the demon. But then they're like, "Ew, I guess we have to bury it. It doesn't." disappear like a vampire. <laughs> I love that. It's very funny. I love it's that. like very funny meta. I am curious. I have this is not confirmed. I am curious if the show used to get a bit of heat about how they dealt with vampires, mm. how convenient it was that they dusted from some, you know, fans who used to maybe really pick on the show. Uh, <clears throat> you know those kind of fans. Sure. The fans that love the show but also need think they know better. Or like want a logic uh, yes. This fantasy yes. universe. Yes. <laughs> I think this is 
the writers being like, are you sure you want that? Is that really what you want? Do you really want us to spend precious moments burying these demons? I think that's what this is. I really do. A tiny moment of being like, you want it? Here you go. Yeah, like, let us live in the fantasy, please. Uh, This is a fantasy world. (laughs) Yeah. So I think that's a bit of a taste of the fans who know better is medicine. Very funny. And then we move into reminding us that Willow and Xander are um, on on the guilt train. Yes. Uh, because obviously last episode was a huge episode, mm-hmm. and um, Cordy almost died. Oz and Cordy came to try and rescue them, and they were smooching. Mm-hmm. So big blow up of everyone's mm-hmm. everyone's relationships. Uh, they also conveniently mentioned that like Faith, she, she I don't know She's where still is she pissed because of revelations. Yeah, so She's we not haven't around. Yeah, we haven't seen her in a while. So I, you know, they kind of just like throw that. They're like, Faith's not going to be in this episode. <laughs> She'll be in a later one. Yeah, <laughs> and we'll have to deal with that storyline. Is what I'm picking up. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it's good because you can't have all characters, you know, at once. It's nice to focus on on certain characters. So this episode is really, well, it's about everyone, but it's about Cordy. Yeah. Uh, Xander's left 70 messages on her phone, <laughs> which we listen to later. <laughs> oh, my God. Very funny. Did you leave voicemails Oh, my God, people? yes. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Oh, I wish I didn't. There was a time when I left some messages that I wish I never left. Oh, another wish? I know. It's so embarrassing. And now it's funny. You're like, a voicemail? Which parent left me this voicemail? Oh, my God. (laughs) But at a time, it was very important voicemail. Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if I would phone, I wouldn't leave a message, but then I'd still have phoned, and the person who I phoned could star 69. Oh, yeah. Could figure out who just called Mm -hmm. and that was also devastating yes an embarrassing time for us all yeah uh willow's like school tomorrow Uh, and he's like yeah it's your favorite way to heal school yeah (laughs) but she's also willow wants to see oz and oz hasn't really spoken to her yeah so no one really knows the status i mean they're all broken up but uh, xander and will are trying to get back together with their their exes, yeah. I guess. How do you feel about that? Do Do you think Willow and Xander might get together? Or was that never a possibility in your mind? It's funny, like, well, this episode made me think about season one because of the master and because, and in season one, I was so a stand for Willow Xander. Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I loved them and just like, I was like, they're so cute. Now I, I have different feelings and like, I don't, I do think it's a mistake. And it's funny, we see the fantasy played out in this episode too because of Vamp, Xander, and Willow, which yes. we'll get into later. But I, it's sad. I, I also don't think they deserve to be with their par- ex-partners if they, do, if those partners don't want to, like it's a big betrayal, mm-hmm. huge so I'm not sure. I don't really want them to get together, though. I don't think it's right. Okay. But we'll see. Oh, yeah. The show can change my mind. Of course. And it's <laughs> meant to, but it's just nice to track where you are when right you now. are where you are. Yeah. This is a literal record yeah. of my thought process. Literally. <laughs> for yeah. this whole show. Yeah, available to the public. Yeah. <laughs> 
So we have the scene of Cordy, like, so sad in her bed, burning pictures of Xander. She has no makeup on. No. It's, it's, it's very sad. Like, Cordy is, like, so sad about yes. this. And she has a fucking huge hole in her body. Yeah. She was, she almost died and she just, like, it was a devastating blow. Like, she feels like shit. In this yeah. whole episode. So I don't blame her for what she did. No, and it's deeply traumatic to witness what she witnessed. Mm-hmm. That alone. And then have this massive injury yeah. from it. Um, from, you know, the same thing associated with the same event. Yeah. Like, it's going to change everything about how she feels about that betrayal, like you say. Mm-hmm. And um, it's something that Oz doesn't have yes exactly like and his reaction is interesting Oz is like an interesting different character he's not very emotive Mm -mm. like he never has been in the show I Mm -mm. don't know what he thinks I don't really know what his emotions are like he doesn't talk a lot he's very kind of dry and sarcastic Mm -hmm. so you know when Willow is like I want to get back together and he's like please just leave me alone so I can think about this. Like, you want to make yourself feel better? That's on you. I, I told you what I want. Now listen to me. <laughs> yeah. So, man, I love Oz. Yeah. It's like, I mean, he's right. So mature. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. he's older than grade 12. <laughs> he's a full adult man. <laughs> he is full adult man, and he thinks deeply. Yeah. This is why he's not unfeeling. He, he We don't see that side of him very mm-hmm. often in this show. Mm-hmm. I would say we saw it when him and Willow first started dating. That yes. really cute scene in the courtyard. So cute. Like, and the Pez Witch, although it's not filled with words necessarily, you can feel his feelings yeah. in the show. But yeah, he, yeah, he, he says something that can only come from someone who's thinking quite profoundly about something. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But yeah, Cordy's burning up, burning pictures in her uh, clay pot mm-hmm. <laughs> off the top here. It's very witchy. It is. Did you ever do this? Uh, yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, Burn some shit. I know. I had a spell book too. Oh, I, yeah. Burned a key. Yeah. <gasps> burned a key? <laughs> yeah. Did it go well? Um, You burned some shit on the key. I don't know. You put, burn okay. a key. So you make the key hot. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it does something. I don't remember what. Obviously, it worked. <laughs> Uh, and then after she's burned, she has no makeup on, but the next day she comes to school, Cordy, and she's hot, Cordy. Oh, yeah. Uh, Willow says, uh, so-and-so saw her at the mall last night. She was getting her hot outfit on. Yes. So she shows up. She's in her red, uh, car, her convertible, and she's got, we'll talk about the outfit, but she's basically the red lady. She's the red witch. Yes. Uh, and she looks amazing. Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. Yes. She's hot, hot and sexy. Has anyone worn this to a high school ever? Um, <laughs> I had some, I had some people in my high school that, that A, looked, looked like they were 27. Yeah. When they were 17. Uh, and B, looked this hot. I mean, it's Edmonton and it's not. Yeah, it's pretty. But they did. Right. I, there were some hot maidens in my <laughs> school. <laughs> so Cordy is the hot maiden of Sunnydale. Yeah. She's like, 
you know, this is classic breakup. You're like, I'm going to make him pay. pay. I'm going to look so good. Yep. And she does. Um, but then she runs into the old gang, the Cordettes, as you say. <laughs> uh, Harmony. I uh, haven't seen her around in a while. God, I hate her. I She's the worst. Oh, you have to meet Anya. She just moved here. And her dad just bought, what was it? Oh, a utility or something. Nice bag. Prada. Good call. Most people around here can't tell Prada from Payless. God, Cordy, when I heard about... Well, I mean, I couldn't believe it. But it was smart, you know, the injury thing. <laughs> you take a week off, let everybody forget about the temporary insanity that was Xander Harris. Xander who? Oh. <laughs> you know what you have to do. Start dating. Get back on the horse. Oh, absolutely. I am ready to ride. Then I have just the stallion. He's so you. And then they're just they're just bullying her. Oh yeah. Bullying her and bullying Jonathan. Yeah, they're like, oh, you gotta get back into it. You gotta date the perfect guy. There he is. Is Jonathan drinking a big gulp? Huge gulp. I think <laughs> huge <laughs> gulp. I think they can't call it a big gulp. Oh so yeah. It's a huge gulp. <laughs> huge gulp. <laughs> so funny. I know. It's so cute. He's I so know. cute. What a sad to Jonathan. Okay, uh, we would smoke weed out of this big golf in high school that we made into a bomb. I heard about this bomb. Yeah. <laughs> it just reminded me of that. <laughs> smoke weed oh, out of that thing. <laughs> if only that's what Jonathan was doing. No, he's too nerd. I know. All of them are too nerdy to smoke weed. I know. Except for stoner boys. I know. Dead but, man's party. But they die. Yeah. Stoners die in some True, <laughs> true drug users and abusers. Yeah. Uh, so there's this new girl in the group, Anya, mm-hmm. who looks, she kind of like matches the group. She's got her little preppy thing mm-hmm. going on. She's some rich girl mm-hmm. that's uh, new in mm-hmm. town. And she sort of recognizes Cordy as like a kindred spirit, if mm-hmm. you will, like fashionable sisters. Uh, <laughs> so they kind of drop this in right here to be like new girl in town. Were you suspicious of her? Um, no. I was like, oh, new character. I don't know. Yeah, Who new knows? character, but not like. I didn't think she was like the demon of okay. of the episode. I was like, oh, new new girl. This is good. Gotta shake it up a bit, but um, I didn't think she was the demon. Whew. Well, what a demon she is. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, and we have a bronze scene. So, like, we're going to all the usual places where they all used to hang out. We're sort of establishing the new order. Uh, I don't think Oz is around at all. No, we just get the conversation in the school mm-hmm. with Oz. Yeah. Which we touched on. Yeah. Which is quite devastating for Willow. Mm-hmm. And so then it's kind of back to Buffy, Xander, Willow mm-hmm. hangs, and Cordy is like, fuck, fuck y'all. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is kind of sad because she's been in the gang. She's their was their friend. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're having a laugh off. Cordy's like, ha, ha, ha. And Xander's like, ha, ha, ha. And they're just laughing, laughing, laughing. Oh, it's so high school. It's so high school. I feel so bad for Cordelia. I do too. She's having a shit time. Her shitty old friends don't like her. She doesn't want to hang out with her new friends. There's also just this thing of which the show does so well. Mm-hmm. And that is that Cordelia, so Xander 
gets caught smooching Willow, who pays for it the most? Cordelia. Yes. Oz isn't being humiliated mm-hmm. in the same way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, ugh, it's just so brutal. It's like, for the woman who has the transgression or the infidelity, who's on the other side of the infidelity, it's so much worse. Mm, yeah. And it's it's hard because Cordy is extremely confident, but you can tell she's shaken by this whole thing. Yeah. Obviously, she's heartbroken. Yeah. Um, and then Cordy, like you can tell, she she clutches her side because she's still fucking injured. It's like a week ago she was impaled by a rebar. Yeah. <laughs> so she goes to leave, and uh, Buffy goes to like you know say hi yeah. in the alley. And Cordy's like, "Fuck off!" Um, yeah. Because Buffy does a vamp fight and then pushes Cordy into a pile of garbage. <laughs> Which, of course, Harmony and the Cordettes see. Just another insult. And Cordy's yeah. like, you ruined my life. Everything yeah. was fine before you showed up here. This is a beautiful comment on Cordelia's role in the show, mm-hmm. dramaturgically, too. She is the, she is the victim. She is, <laughs> she says it. Why does everything always happen to me? Mm-hmm. Why? Why do I get bitten by the snake? Yeah. Why? Why do I get impaled with the rebar? Why? Why me? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, why? Why is there a beautiful woman that is always the victim of this horrible, horrible, horrible stuff that goes on in these kinds of shows? So it's also <laughs> a wonderful meta moment. That's that's very funny. I didn't really think about that, but yeah. that's totally. Yeah. She's so resilient. Oh, I know. <laughs> She'll be okay. <laughs> I know. Uh, except when she dies later. <laughs> uh, and after this, I think it's the next day she's talking to Anya. And this is when I was like, what the fuck? Because she, she kept saying, don't you wish something would happen? Don't you wish? So-? Like, she kept saying that, and I was like, oh, the episode is called The, the wish. wish, so something is gonna happen. Yeah. Uh, so this is, when she's talking to Cordy, this is when I was like, oh, this, something to do with this, like, necklace um, is yeah. gonna happen. She gives it to Cordy. Yeah. This girl is up to no good. Yes. Yeah. So she gives her this this necklace for good luck, and Cordy goes, uh, I wish Buffy Summers never came to Sunnydale. Here. I think you need this more than I do right now. Yeah, I can use some luck. And a stick with pointy, sharp bits. If that Buffy wasn't, I swear. She's a pain. But Xander, he's an utter loser. Don't you wish? I never would have looked twice at Xander if Buffy hadn't made him marginally cooler by hanging with him. Really? Yeah, I swear. I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. Done. Cut to Cordelia, same place. Mm-hmm. We're supposed to believe same place, same time immediately. Yeah. Courtyard. No Anya. Mm-hmm. Still wearing the necklace, though. Yeah. Papers and garbage strewn about. No, very few people. Yeah. You can tell, like unsafe basically immediately cordelia can remember that she made a wish Mm -hmm. she remembers that she saw an evil teenager turn into an even more evil 
uh, weird fairy. Yeah. So she's, we're in a world where she can still perceive the old world. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have her, like, memory er erased. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she is totally aware that this has, this has happened. She's in the alternative timeline. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. she heads to class. Yeah. And then we get essentially, like, sister conversations, twin conversations to the ones that she'd had that went didn't go well. Yeah. Harmony and the gang. The guy who asks her out to the prom. Yes. Who's like, oh, you're so cool. Yeah. And She's like, I'll think about it. <laughs> so things are kind of back on track. She's like, amazing. Everything's coming up, Cordy. Mm-hmm. Except it's weird. Harmony, they're like, wow, you're wearing some bold clothing. Cordy's like, yeah, I always am fashionable. Like, so, yeah. but they're all wearing just like weird black shit and it's, it's weird. And then there's very few people in school. So we can tell right away the reason why Buffy <laughs> Summers never came to Sunnydale that like everyone is like dead is basically, <laughs> uh, everyone is dead and dying. Very yeah. quickly. I love this because you talked about what would happen a few episodes ago if Buffy never came back. Uh-huh. And, like, this is very drastic. And, and this is this is a world where the master was never killed and yes. reigns supreme, um, et cetera, et cetera. But, like, this is also how I – this is believable for me. The whole gang doesn't get to be alive in a – in a dimension where Buffy is not living in Sunnydale. Yeah. So some of them are alive. Some of them are vampires. Like, they're not they're not all immediately dead. But, yeah, they're not doing so good. No. <laughs> and everyone knows that there's vampires. Like, yes. in, in other world, they've sort of kept the, the secret at bay, you know. Or, you know, they've kept the secret of the demons and the vamps. But It's out in the open here. Yeah. This is a world where vampires reign. And they they own the town. Uh, Cordy goes to class. Like, half the class is not there. And then the teacher's like, monthly memorial tomorrow. No school. (laughs) So every month they have a memorial for all the people who've died. (laughs) And Cordy's just like, she's pretty, like, blasé, actually. She's like, oh, well. mm -hmm." And, uh, And then she mentions going out to the bronze. And they're like, what are you talking about? Like, there's a curfew. And that's not a, like how can you joke about that? Like that's like going to the into the belly of the whale. Mm-hmm. That's the most horrible place you could go. Yeah. And then, last but not least, she's like, "Hey, Xander Harris in this universe, he's like a total loser, right?" And Harmony's <laughs> like, "Yeah, he's dead." And then it's bada bing. Yeah. And then we go Cordelia trying to find her car doesn't have a car. Cordelia mm-hmm. trying to get home. Runs into yes, dead ex boyfriend, vampire Xander. <laughs> yes, vampire Xander and vampire Willow. Amazing. Bored now. This is the part that's less fun when there isn't any screaming. What's up with you two in the leather? Play now. It's not that I don't appreciate your appetite, Will. But I thought we agreed it was my turn. No. No. No way! I wish us into Bizarro Land and you guys are still together? I cannot win! Probably not. But I'll give you a head start. (gasps) I love this part. 
Spike Drew yes. vibes. Yes. Like, of course. Yes. It's so good. Yes. Oh, this must have been so fun for them yes. to play. Like, what a fun episode. And so fun to write. Mm-hmm. Because it's exactly what, in many ways, this is Cordelia's worst nightmare. Yes. Like, personified. Totally. And, like, pumped full of evil vampire steroids. Like, this is it. Yeah, and, like... Be careful what you, you wish, wish for. for. Like that what you think you want is is probably has all sorts of different consequences. Yeah. So we get um a pretty amazing little chit chat conversation and then we get them making out in front of her. Yeah. Which is amazing. It's like, oh yeah. <laughs> punished again. <laughs> so they're gonna kill Cordy. Uh, but then the, what did they call them? The white, white hats? hats. Okay. So the white hats show up in Oz's van. Yep. So it's Giles, Oz, Larry. Larry. <laughs> Amazing. And then some girl who I don't know. Never seen her before. Yeah. So... Uh, amazing little crew that they've assembled to see Giles was like so amazing. I know. <laughs> so he comes and saves uh, Cordy. Mm-hmm. And then we see that the bronze has turned into a vampire bar. Mm-hmm. Sunset Club, mm-hmm. if you will. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I love at this vampire bar that we still drink. We don't drink beer now. We drink blood there, but out of we wine glasses out of wine glasses and espresso machines. Yeah, espresso. But we don't drink uh, beer no. at the bronze ever. <laughs> it doesn't matter what dimension we're in. Yeah, it just doesn't exist. And this is when the master is revealed. Oh. I was, like, so happy. I love the master. I know. I'm so happy he came back. I know. You love him. I love him. His nails, his fruit punch mouth. Like, he's so, yeah. His very shiny leather. Very shiny. And he's, like, in his element. Yeah. He's, like, ruling the fucking world. Yeah. He's, like, kind of flamboyant. He's, Grand daddy yeah. vampire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he's, all these he treats all the other vampires like they're his children. Yeah, and they're like coming to him, and yeah, at, yeah. oh, it's yeah. just raining. The patriarch. Yes. Yeah. So obviously, in this world, the master did do his thing, and like the harvest happened. Yeah, the harvest, and everyone came, and bada bing, bada boom. Yeah. Uh, so it's awesome. Uh, and then. Giles takes Cordy back to the library, so he's still operating out of the library, but <laughs> Oz and Larry are there. <laughs> uh, and Cordy's trying to tell Giles, like, to change everything. Yeah, this wasn't the way it was before. Mm-hmm. She also says this to Xander. Yes. She also is like, Buffy, where's Buffy? Mm-hmm. Like, I have to, I hate to admit it, but things were better while she was here, which is Sanders like, Buffy, you mean the Slayer? Who is that? He's never met her before. Mm-hmm. So she said it to two people, said it to the bad guys and to the good guys. Yeah. So the Buffy exists, but she just never came to Sunnydale. She's yeah. fighting somewhere else. Yeah. Cleveland. And, she, and Giles somewhere. was never her watcher. Yes. Yeah, so somehow that, that all never happened. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And the master was like, Heard Xander told him this, and the master's like, Wow, why kill this person? Why didn't you kill her? Like, uh, stop any insurrection. Yes, you know, 24 hours before (laughs) the plant is open. Yes, kill her. Mm -hmm. Yes, cut to library. Giles acting confused, but somehow 
I'm so relieved when I hear Cordelia say this stuff. I'm so relieved. It feels like so often in shows we get characters where it's like, why aren't you saying this thing? Yeah. This crucial piece of information. Say it. But of course that's not Cordy's problem. Of yeah. course she's like, yo, yo, I made this this thing. It was Anya. Like, she's she's basically like, here's the answer. Yeah. Here it is. <laughs> of course. And it's so in her character yes. to just say, like, what happened to her. But Giles... I mean, it, it's amazing because this is so Giles to be like, oh, like demon or something. You know, there's always things happening. There's reasons. Like yes. he he takes the clues, uh, even though uh, Willow and Xander show up on the orders of the master, lock Giles in his cage, and they just fucking kill Cordy, and she really dies in this episode. She really dies. She almost died last episode, but she actually dies. And who does it? The, the people and who Willow. betray her. Yes. And not only, like, they don't, like, break her neck. They eat her. Yeah. Together. Yeah. They, like, fucked. make love, vampire love on her corpse. Yeah. It's yeah. fucked. <laughs> and Giles watches. Yeah. And he's very upset, but he also doesn't know Cordy. He's seen so many people die in this universe. I know. He's he's not aware of the profound impact that watching this has on us, the viewers at home. (laughs) And so he's like, uh, put her in the incinerator. (laughs) But wait, this jewel, uh... Let me take it. Look at it. I don't know for sure, but I have an instinct because I know about books and I think I've maybe seen this. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. So he takes the the necklace uh, to, to study it. Uh, this is when we see the master drinking his espresso. Oh. He's like, mm-hmm, with his little manny, and it's so <laughs> funny. He's such a, um, like, f- I don't know, flamboyantly. He's dainty. Dainty man. Yeah. A vamp. Yeah. He's, a, He's yes. civilized. He is, yes. Uh, God, I love him. Praise him. So Willow and Zender are like, we did it. We killed her. Hey. And he's like, very good, my children. And then Willow's like, can I play with the puppy? <laughs> so weird and creepy. I know. And the master's like, yes, my child. You may have your toy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, they, they just, vampires are. They just do such a good job of establishing, like, this is so what Spike and Drew were like, yeah. an angel when he was jealous, yeah. uh, you know, uh, this gross sexual yes. pleasure, pleasure, but like torture, pain, all yes. wrapped up together. Selfish, selfish, selfish creatures. Yes. Yeah. And this is when I wrote, puppy is angel. <laughs> and he is puppy. He's puppy. He's puppy. I'm sorry, but he is puppy in all dimensions. <laughs> <laughs> so in this universe, Buffy never came, but he, but Angel still had his soul. Because Whistler still brought him to mm. see Buffy in Los Angeles. Yes. And told him that his destiny was to help the Slayer. Yeah. And so now they're just torturing Angel. They're like burning him and stabbing him and shit. <laughs> um, amazing. <laughs> Horrible. <laughs> Willow is so sexy, Willow. And she's like on him and she's going to like fuck him and also stab him and burn him. But she's still kind of 
Willow is still Willow in that she's still sort of cute. Oh, yeah, And submissive, Mm -hmm. supposedly. Yes. Like, she's still... What I love about this writing is that they are still who they are. Yes. But they're also not at all who they are. It's It's amazing. It's so funny. But yeah, Willow's uh, putting out little fireballs on uh, (laughs) Angel's chest while Xander watches. Uh, It's so, like, Angel Spike Drew. It just is. Yep. It's so good. Yep. Angel's always at the bottom of the Mm -hmm. rung, Mm -hmm. always being dominated by a woman. And the man is so masculine and so comfortable with this sexual agreement that he will watch yeah. and enjoy it. Yes. It's, yeah, it's a beautiful perfect triangle. Yeah. Yeah. It's so good. So meanwhile, Giles is looking up the necklace and uh, finds out it is this uh, onion. An Anyanka? Symbol of Anyanka. Yeah, Anyanka. So this is this demon who is the patron saint of scorned women. <laughs> Do you love this or love what? It. Yeah. Love her. <laughs> patron saint of scorned women. So she shows up uh, to scorned women yeah. and grants them a wish. Yes. So good. Uh, which obviously, it I'm sure scorned women wish for horrible things yes. and chaotic things. So. Yes. Demons are never, she's not a good fairy. She's a demon, so. She's a demon. She wants chaos and and bad things. Yes. (laughs) And people who make these wishes don't actually think that they will happen. Yes. So So you wish all kinds of awful things. Exactly. Yeah. And then they have to live with the consequences of this horrible thing happening. Mm -hmm. So yeah, in the name of scorned women, Anyanka serves herself. Yes. Very cool. Yeah. And this is when Buffy Scarface shows up. (laughs) Tiny lip scar. Yes. So Giles is, you know, doing his thing. And then there's a a vamp that shows up and Buffy shows up to pow. Yeah. There's a scuffle. Giles has gone home. Oh, yes. um, And has told Larry and Oz to get some rest. And has gone home, and on his way home, he still drives the same car, Mm. uh, sees a big tussle of vampires shoving humans into the back of a huge van. Breaks it up, but gets knocked out. Buffy comes and saves the day. Yes. And has the teeniest, as you say, little scar. Teeny scar. You know. (laughs) Yeah. Give her a bigger scar. Come on. It's an alternative reality. (laughs) Teeny scar and is very Tomb Raider. Yes, yeah. totally. We'll talk about her outfit. Yeah, we'll but, talk about Tomb Raider. But yes, um, hardened, yeah. worse. Yeah, you know, I mean, really good fighter, really good slayer. But, but, but you know, badass soldier. No emotion. Yes, no. total soldier. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, and Giles trying to convince her to do the thing. You know, it's just funny to see their dynamic when they're not. They don't know each other. And when she doesn't care about him at all. Yeah. She doesn't care about anyone. No. She just cares about killing. She's yeah. like, tell me where the master is. I'll fucking kill him. Yeah. Um, And, you know, Jaws is like, maybe we won't do that so fast. <laughs> He's pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> Buffy's like, whatever. I'll do it on my way home. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I don't play well with others. So we're not going to be working together. Yes. Hmm. Yeah. 
such a different Buffy. Such, yeah. But I mean, she very well could have been like this so easily. So it's like, it, it's really cool to see this could be such an easy path for her. It's like, uh, also makes you think of faith. Yes. Of course. Yes. What happens when you don't have a community and friends. Yes. But you have all this power and all this responsibility. Yeah. And you deal nothing but death day in, day out. Yeah. Yeah. That can fuck you up. Yeah. So Buffy's like, I'm going. You you figure out whatever the fucking power center is, and I'm going to go kill the master. Yeah. So she just goes. Yeah. She goes to the bronze to find out information, and she sees the puppy angel. Yeah. I think she goes to the bronze hoping to kill the master, but the mm. master, for the first time in, you know, many, many moons, is uh, at an event for the opening of his new plant. At the factory. And it's uh, abandoned. All yeah. the vampires have cleared out, and there's just the puppy. They left the dog at home. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he's like, Buffy. Uh, Buffy. Uh, uh. <laughs> so, I, Angel. He's so hot. Uh, Buffy. I'm so hurt. Save uh, me. Uh. There's no way that they leave him in those clothes. They just got like, <laughs> it. In, in the adult version, he's just. Naked little puppy. Of course, but, you know, we live in a PG world. We do, and, and that would be also hard to see. Yes. Um, <laughs> Naked, chained up, man. Well. E- even, you know, sounds nice to me, but. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is funny because we, you know, uh-huh. it, there's just so many layers to uh-huh. seeing Buffy and Angel together uh-huh. and all the things, but uh, she's like, um, he knows she's the Slayer because he's already in love with her. Or, yeah. yeah. Yep, he's seen her. That scene that we get um, in season two, where we learn about Angel's becoming. Yes. Is still happened. Yes. That still happened. So he sees her. He's seen that she she became the Slayer and fell in love with her at that point, right? So he was waiting for her. Yeah. And she came. Yeah. And she's like. Fuck off, vampire. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they have a close moment. Hmm. And he gets freaky about the cross. He has a vampire reflex, hmm. I think we could call it, um, where he gets freaky with the cross. And she's like, you got to be kidding me. She learns he's a vampire. Yeah. And then Angel has to muster a bit of guts and be like, yo, you may not trust me, but trust that I want the master dead. In many ways, this is a really similar alliance to mm. what happens with Spike yep. and Buffy. Is we may not have anything in common. You may believe we have nothing in common, but we have one thing in common, and that's a common enemy. The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So they kind of have this alignment. They team up yeah. um, to go get the master at yeah. the factory. Yeah. Uh, so they they kind of go there. Oz and everyone has been captured. Yes. Like everyone is there. All the humans. They never had a chance. No. Um, there's so many vampires. And they're in this shiny new uh, like <laughs> warehouse. Lots of stainless steel. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it was reminding me of The Walking Dead. Oh, the yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, but uh, the uh, master has made this uh, plan uh, to 
uh, a truly demonic concept mass production. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. This is also so stupid. Uh, isn't part of being a vampire like the biting and the but and that's the what chase. he says. But that's what he says. Uh-huh. He says that sure the hunt it might be tantalizing, but it keeps us chaotic and it keeps us from ruling uh, the humans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got bigger plans. Yes, but I just think I just think vampires like their whole point, their whole thing is impulse and selfishness and. Mass production doesn't make any sense to me. Only to the master. And yeah. only the master can really know what, like, a thousand-year-old vampire can learn from being a thousand-year-old vampire. True. He's like, well, that stuff gets you killed. Yeah. Yeah. Time and time again. Time and time again. So, and also, it, it, the master is the king of the castle here. So. Sure. Why not? Yeah. He's the mad why king. Why not? And I really love, like, a factory farming parallel. <laughs> Here, too. so they yeah they show the example they like take a girl and like one of the cordettes oh yes also this cordette is also in Bring It On you brought Bring It On uh, <gasps> she is yeah, amazing she is. so oh Bring It On yeah love it so there's lots of Bring It On in this show so fun dare I say there's still a Bring It On to come <laughs> amazing can't yeah. wait yeah uh, love a crossover yeah. So they grab that cordette, they like throw on the steel, stainless steel pan, and then like all these, um, like metal skewer straws, tubey skewers stab her and uh, suck all the blood out. And then they, they have a little, uh, cask of wine, blood wine. They're like, nah, fresh from the tap. I love this. This is like the pitch. <laughs> this is like the how it's made yeah. <laughs> of this new factory mm-hmm. of blood this uh, human blood farm sure and all the humans get to watch this and become terrified yes um meanwhile giles is at home cooking up some dry herbs oh, yeah he's doing a, a spell trying to conjure anyanka mm-hmm. yes ah love when giles just does some magic like yeah. he's not a wizard but he is he's dabbles he knows yeah. how to do magic yeah it's not really like his natural thing, no. but he can do it. He can do it. He can, yeah. and and he has enough wherewithal and enough research and enough um, intelligence mm-hmm. to figure it out. Yeah, love it. Yeah, love him. So he summons her. Yes, and she's like, "Do you know what I do to men who <laughs> summon me?" <laughs> Meanwhile, there's like a big fight starting in the factory. Uh, because Buffy and Angel show up. Yep. To kick some ass. Uh, Buffy's like, she just starts killing everyone. Yep. She just is like. She shoots her crossbow at the master mm-hmm. and it shoots, uh, it hits Xander instead, but yep. not in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. The master grabs Xander and puts him in front. <laughs> it's funny. It's a good detail to be like, no, nobody cares about no. each other. No. The master doesn't care about you. No course um so this is sort of back and forth between anyanka giles fight and then factory fight there's so much in this fight that happens unpack it for me okay so buffy's pow 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 just doing her thing angels pow 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 and then angel gets dusted um by another vampire but right in front of buffy by xander 
oh, by Xander. Uh, and he's like, Buffy, and, and gets <laughs> dusted. And Buffy's just like, like doesn't care. By Xander. Sad. Oh. Okay, I didn't know that one was by Xander. Oh, amazing. And then Buffy dusts Xander. Yep. Sad. Yep. Uh, and then Oz dusts Willow. Oz and Larry push Willow into that. Yeah, like a, a two by four. That's been cracked. Sad. Yeah. Oh, it's just all so sad. Like everyone killing each other. Yeah. And the master, oh, this is rough. So Buffy's like, pow, pow, pow. It's slow motion. Everyone's like killing each other. And she goes to kill the master. And he just fucking grabs her and like breaks her neck. Which is so interesting because when the master <clears throat> kills her in real life, he bites her in the neck mm. and then drowns her. Yes. Throws her in that little weird pond yeah, the in the pool, grotto. The pond, yes. Um, in the pool. So it's still this neck thing. Oh, interesting. But doesn't even bite her. There's no relationship. No, no. Just as like you're a fly to be swatted. So breaks her neck. It's all in slow-mo. It's very dramatic. (sighs) And this is like the moment where Giles smashes that necklace. You trusting fool. How do you know the other world is any better than this? Because it has to be. So I have to reveal something to you now. What? So there is a theme happening in this episode that if you haven't watched it a hundred times, you might miss it. Okay. But this is The Little Mermaid. What? So it, it is and it isn't. Hear me <laughs> out. At the, in the very first scene, mm-hmm. Willow was wearing a t-shirt underneath her overalls that says... Mermaids. Mermaids. Oh, I clocked it. I was like, cute shirt. The entire underscoring of the last seven minutes of that fight is all one solo singer singing ah, <laughs> like singing uh-huh. just like the little mermaid does and then eventually the necklace gets smashed which is exactly what happens to Ursula <laughs> so who is Ursula? Anya Anya, Anya is yes okay, amazing. Anya is so, so literally, it's like an and Cordy is Ariel, yes, and there was a wish. Ariel made a wish to be human. <gasps> this, so this, this whole thing is essentially like a Little Mermaid, and it's a beautiful. <laughs> when they smash it, the singing stops, mm-hmm. and we go back to our universe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's this story of this woman getting to explore another universe and it actually being demonic Mm -hmm. and strange and the cost of these thoughtless, careless things we say. But it is. There's some Little Mermaid stuff happening here. If you're doing a rewatch at home, listen to that beautiful aria that starts getting sung that underscores this entire... The whole slow motion The whole fight. slow motion. It's all just one singer mm. singing until the smash, which is exactly what happens in The Little Mermaid. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And I think the squid demon off the top even has even indicates that to us. Like I think whoever the the brainchild of this episode is a deep, deep Little Mermaid fan <laughs> and is doing a tiny call out to Little Mermaid. Homage. Wow. Uh, I if you see no any idea. other Little Mermaid clues, I wanna know. Okay. I wanna excellent. know. Excellent. Send us your Little Mermaid yeah. uh deep dive. Because they're in there. They're okay, 100% an essay shall be written on this episode. Yes, let it be written. <laughs> let it be done. Yeah. So it shall be done. Amazing. And then after we like back to the, the present mm-hmm. and Cordy is alive. She's alive. We go right back to the moment. I wish Buffy Summers had never come to Sunnydale. Yeah. And she, Anya's like, done. And then she's like, no, I wish Buffy Summers was never born. Done. Done. No necklace, no nothing mm-hmm. in sight. Cordelia just gets to go on a rampage of wishes and get it out of her system, but nothing happens. And at this moment, she doesn't, it doesn't seem like she knows she experienced that whole thing. Totally. When I'm thinking about it now. Totally. So interesting. But Anya, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Anya is now just a person. Like, I, I don't know if we'll see her again. That's what, uh, that's what Giles re- reads in the book. Huh. He says, if you destroy her power center, she becomes powerless and returns to a mortal form or oh, becomes mortal. Interesting. And every spell or curse or wish that she grants will be reversed. And so everything is the same. We see Willow and Xander and Buffy like laughing. On <laughs> the bench. Not a second has gone by. Yeah. Yeah. So very cool yeah. episode. Very fun. Yeah. Uh, great to see it all played out. I and- know. Ooh, some horrible things. I but know. I just love the master back. I know. And we get to dance in this demonic dimension for a while, and it feels so good. Some assembly Uh, so it's very funny. You talked about the mermaid's shirt. It's the first thing I wrote because it's the first... Uh, outfit Willow has. She's got classic Willow overalls. These are nice though. They're denim. They're not like a weird color. And then I actually really like this long sleeve yellow shirt underneath. And I did think it was funny that it just said mermaids. (laughs) I think it's the setup. I think it's the whole setup. That's so funny. Uh, She even has uh, red hair like Ariel. I know. I know. So I like this classic Willow look. And then Buffy has a long pink shirt, long sleeve pink shirt that has a rhinestone cat. cat. So we talked about that rhinestone, that toque that said bomb. <laughs> One of my favorites of the season so far. But a rhinestone like thing is, is so And 90s. a teeny tiny cat like right in the center of the boobs. And it's just like a cat fate. Yeah, it's weird. But it's so classic 90s. Yeah. Okay, Cordy's outfit, her, yeah. like, hot girl outfit. Yeah. So she steps out of her car. Yeah. She's got, like, high heel, kind of stiletto-y. Burgundy, mm-hmm. but sort of a chunky heel at the same time. Yeah. But high heels and then and then red leather. Yeah. So red leather skirt. It's sort of knee length, but, like, high slit yeah. on the thigh. Yeah. Um, red sort of tank underneath, but then that red leather jacket yeah. on top. Kind of crop bomber. Yeah. So good. And smoky eye. And then her hair in like a fluffy, kind of spiky 
pony. Every little piece is just like just so. It looks like it's done up with a claw clip yes. at the back. Yeah. So it's sort of fluffy but like spiky and face framey. It's so good. Oh yeah. She looks like sex. Yes. To me. She just looks like yeah, like a, a mistress. Oh god. Yeah. It, it she's stunning. Yeah. It's she is so hot. But it's dark red. Mm, it's and, it's like Drusilla's yes. red lady. Yeah, I see a lot of Drew in this episode, yes. and it made me miss her I actually, know. especially because we just had the lovers walk, and we're we're kind of she's just in the mind. I we're feel. in heartbreak central. Yeah, everybody, everybody in Sunnydale is heartbroken, including Buffy, including Giles. Yeah, everyone. Yes, it's a it's a rough time. I know. And I love Willow's outfit when she's talking to Oz at school. She's got like a long sleeve ombre mm-hmm. shirt and then a big black belt with silver buckle and like huge kind of wide black jeans. I like this outfit too. This is like my favorite outfit that she's worn in a while. I love it. Anya, I wrote Good Luck Charm Silver with a Green Jewel. This is before I knew it was anything it was special. A thing. I thought it was just like an antique piece, which is what she says. And it matches her green outfit. Yeah. And then Cordy at the Bronze has like sequins or like a, is it sequins or is it a, uh, I don't know. It's a glittery tank. It looks like sequins to me. But it's just the titties. Like it's just the boobs. It's just the front. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just the front, and it's a tank top. It's a spaghetti strap tank top yeah. dress thing. It's weird, um, but it's cute. And her hair is wavy. Yeah, like crimped. it looks crimped, yes. Yeah. Fluffy. Yeah. Oh, she looks so good in this I know. episode. I know. And Buffy has a really weird tank top on. Yeah. I don't know about it. It's velvet. I, I was like, is it velvet? It looks like it has so many things on it's, it. It's got... It's like sheer pieces. Yeah, there's like a sheer collar. Yeah. And then it's velvet sort of cut out with like sheer cutouts of the velvet. It, it looked like weird pieces on it too. I don't know. It was very... Str- Damn. It's like, like... She can pull it off. She pulls it off. But it's just... Strange. Not good. It's like brownie green or something yeah it's very strange but uh, okay cordy does not win with all her outfits because the she, blue the blue no i know it looks like a bridesmaid's dress I know. it's it's like it's like tea like it's calf laying i know it's satin it's satin so it does just look like a, it looks like a bridesmaid dress i wore to my cousin's wedding yeah. when i was 16 <laughs> yeah uh not good with like a cardigan but i don't know this is weird yeah there's something for me that this is like very little mermaid this like blue thing (laughs) you're really on the little mermaid well i might be grasping here but there's something to go from red to blue i don't know blue like the ocean yes (laughs) one might say but yeah i don't like the blue either i don't like Mm -hmm. the weird blue crochet uh cardigan thing over top and the either. materials are like so different that it's just weird. I know, and it's all—it's kind of wrinkly, or it doesn't drape well. It's just not—it's not—it's just not a good dress. Willow vampire look <laughs> is so amazing. It's she's got like these skin tight leather pants on, mm-hmm. and they're so shiny. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if they're leather; they're like latex, mm-hmm. maybe. 
They're amazing. And then like these big chunky heels. Yep. With leather shell detail. (laughs) Uh, Tell me, look at that cup. Look at those cups on her breasts and tell me it's not a shell detail. Okay, uh, I'll I'll screenshot it for the gram. But yeah, they're like red kind of cups and the corset and then red sleeves and her hair is parted in the middle. Did Uh, you ever shop at Rowena? Yes. This is Rowena. Totally, with the corset kind of thing and... Yeah, she looks amazing. Yes. She looks so, so good. Yes. Just such a good outfit. Um, Red and black. And Cordy even makes the note about, like, you all wear leather. Yeah. You know. (laughs) Leather is a vampire's thing. And Buffy. Mm -hmm. Tomb Raider Buffy. Tomb Raider. That's what it is. Yes. Long braid. Yep. Uh, cargo pants. Yeah, cargo gray tank. She looks like Kendra. Yep. You know, when Kendra shows up, she actually looks exactly like Kendra because Kendra has a braid. This is Kendra's outfit. Holy moly. I never noticed that, but (gasps) this is exactly right. I noticed something you didn't. (laughs) Is this the first? I win. I win the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Things I will, I will, there are things I will not tolerate. I will not tolerate. Bewitched, bothered, and bewildered. I heard a schizo reference. Yes, I wrote that. That's kind of the only thing I wrote down. But we talked about this in another episode about um, calling someone a schizo or schizoid. Very, very common at this time, especially on TV. It's like a very common, like, slur to say someone's, you know, quote-unquote crazy, etc. But... As we now know, like, it's a, it's not a great term or a great descriptor when we're talking about people uh, because people actually have schizophrenia. And it's nothing like what we're describing here, you know? No. Mm-hmm. No. No. And it's that classic thing of someone doesn't make something – does someone says something that doesn't make sense to you and you – say that they must be mentally ill because they're not making sense yeah. because that's the only way that a mentally ill person could present themselves to you is by mm-hmm. not making sense and we know that that's uh, a bullshit yeah so so um yeah yeah, yeah. so it's a, a term it's just very colloquial and casual and it's derogatory and yeah well that. and it was very common when we were young and i mean i'm it's still common now actually in certain circles and certain places like to to use these kind of slang slurs you know um if you will I mean even of course even using the word crazy I I still do it and even though I try to be uh more careful of my language and use better descriptors because using things like that they're actually just not not good we have so much language to use and they're just not what we mean when we speak. Exactly. And not what we mean. Yeah. It's a reflex because it's a learned uh, word mm-hmm. and it's deeply ingrained and it just takes a lot of practice. Yeah. To uh, start to start to choose different words. Yeah. And to be like, no, what I actually mean is this. Yeah. It's about communication and language and actually saying what you mean. I know. And lo and behold, we communicate better. Yes. Yeah. Certainly. So, yeah. Yeah. So not not a good moment for harmony. Um, because it's Harmony who, who, who talks like that to mm-hmm. Cordelia. I hate Harmony. 
I know you do. <laughs> She's the worst. I love to hate Harmony. I want her to die. I know. <laughs> I know. I think this episode is one of the perfect episodes. And I think it would be even more perfect if she used a different word there mm-hmm. and if Jonathan was in the alternate reality. Yes. I would love if to he have was seen like cool or something. Even just like a slice. Yeah. Also, I am not sure, but it's, it's an actor who looks a lot like Eliza Dushku, who's mm. being bitten outside of the bronze mm-hmm. at the very, as soon as we enter the bronze. Oh, really? I'm really curious if it's actually her and it's oh, like an okay. Easter egg. We should do a screen grab. Something I wanted grab. to mention before. Okay, I'm, okay. don't think so, but I wouldn't put it past me if in this episode it's full of tiny, tiny, tiny little details that are really, really hard to take in. Okay, you have to write your essay. I do have to write my essay. The Little Mermaid, Cordelia Chase. (laughs) (laughs) King Triton's daughter. Uh, An exposition on, uh, oh, wait a minute. I got to think about the thesis for a minute. (laughs) If you gave me five minutes, I could come up with one. (laughs) The thesis will be our quote. Um, oh, okay. I have to say this quote. So Xander, are we at quotes? Yep. Okay, great. Quotables. Xander, oh, when he's about to kill Cordelia in front of Giles, and he just says, so you're a watcher, huh? Watch this. Ah! And he just kills her. He just kills her. And then you said you said the one when the master's talking about yes, um, truly demonic, demonic concept mass production. production. This is so good, so good. Yeah. And then my other one I wrote down was Cordy um, when she's talking to Giles about the alternative oh, yeah. reality, and she's like, "It was better. I mean, the clothes alone." <laughs> uh, I know. She just never really betrays who she is. No, she just. It's so funny because this episode made me think about season one. I thought, think about season one, Cordy, who is a bully, who's awful, hated her. And now I just love her and I think she's amazing. I know. And she's just, she's just herself. And she's great. No matter what. We love to hate her in season one and Mm -hmm. now we love to love her. Yeah. With tiny doses of loving to hate her. Of course. Because that's part of what makes us love her. Mm R.I.P. Cordelia. R.I.P. But also welcome back, Cordelia. R.I.P. the master, although he did live in his alternative reality. He did. And R.I.P. that blue dress. Yeah, but... Arg... Gur? Gur. Arg.